It's your day in tech history, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Carbonite, where you can get a 15-day free trial by going over to geekazine.com forward slash carbon free. Jeffrey Powers here. I welcome you to the Day in Tech History, a full rundown of technology history seven days a week. Subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, or download right from dayintechhistory.com. Now let's find out what happened on this day, your day in tech history. January 12th. 1881, the first commercially successful long-distance line running 45 miles between Boston, Massachusetts and Providence, Rhode Island, opens for business. 1966, the television series Batman debuted on the ABC network with the episode Hi Diddly, Hi Diddle, Riddle. 1984, IBM introduced the Personal Computer Interactive Executive Operating System, a Unix system licensed from AT&T and developed by IBM specifications by Interactive Systems Corp. It would be available in April and cost $900. Also 1984, Sinclair Research announced the Sinclair 16-32-bit Quantum Leap microcomputer featuring a 7.5 MHz Motorola 68008 microprocessor, 128 kilobit of RAM, two tape drives, and the Sinclair QDOS ROM-based system. It would be priced at $500 and would weigh 3 pounds. And Mattel Electronics sells its worldwide marketing rights of the Aquarius home computer to Radofin Electronics, the company that manufactures the computer. 1968, Ben S. Gilmer, president of AT&T, announced that the Bell Systems adoption of the 911 as a nationwide emergency services telephone number. 1968, Ben S. Gilmer, president of AT&T, announced the Bell System adoption of 911 as a nationwide emergency services telephone number. Huntington, Indiana would become the first city to activate the number on March 1st. 1992, version 1.1 of the second release of the Line Mode browser was released via FTP. 1996, Apple Computer announced that it would post a $68 million first quarter loss. It also announced a restructuring plan that would reduce the company by 1,000 employees. And Scott Morris, sysop of the Assassin's Guide BBS, agrees to a settlement with Microsoft and Novell following an April 19th raid and the company's subsequent civil suit. And in 1997, a little bit of geek fiction here, in the novel 2001 A Space Odyssey, this date marked the activation of the HAL 9000 computer. Now this word from our friends over at Carbonite who want to help you pursue your passion. January is a month to reflect on what you did the previous year and also plan what you're going to do in the next. One thing you might want to put on that resolution list is to back up your data. And Carbonite is here to help with that. Founded in 2005, Carbonite backs up over 300 billion files to their secure servers, from photos of your newborn to important videos of the family and friends, not to mention those years of scanned documents you've been spending days digitizing. All of it gets stored in their secure cloud, so you're protected from fire, theft, and other acts, but also able to pull it down on your iPad to show those cute pictures to friends and family. Your data is secure and encrypted, and if you're a small business in the healthcare market, Carbonite can help since they are also HIPAA compliant. 
It's your life backed up for $59.95 a year, a small investment in important files. For more information, you got to check out geekazine.com forward slash carbon free. That's geekazine.com forward slash carbon free. Back up now, back up often, back up offsite with Carbonite. Now let's get back into your day in tech history. 2009, Stephen Luxo becomes CEO at Seagate. He was CEO once before. And a 13-year-old teen got a bill stating that he texted 14,528 messages in the previous month. 2012, First Lady Michelle Obama joins Twitter. And ICANN opens up registration for new generic top-level domains. If you wanted to get a generic top-level domain, you could register for $185,000. And ICANN opens up registration for new generic top-level domains like .geek or .where. Registration fee, though, was $185,000. And in 2013, Aaron Swartz, the co-writer of the RSS feed, committed suicide in California. He was 26. And that's your day in tech history. My name is Jeffrey Powers, www.dayintechhistory.com. All the show notes are over at wikazine.com, Geekazine's wiki. And of course, you can like the Facebook page and follow Twitter at Day in Tech Hist. Until tomorrow, take care. Day in Tech History is copyright 2015, JMP Enterprise, and geekazine.com.